Welcome to the Super Excellent. Not too serious. Pike that goes nowhere podcast. I am Igor sitting in for Sheldon. And I am Abby Normal sitting in Abby for Meredith. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Super X and Not This Year's Bright That Goes Nowhere podcast. Happy Halloween! It's close. Happy we're Halloween. close, right? Yeah, you know, we're getting close. Oh, Meredith, here we are again. Another fun episode where we rock the world. What's on? What's going on in your in your world over there? I've been well. I'm feeling all the spooky vibes, um, but I really am in a rut. Or it's a good rut. It's a good place to be. Um, but I've been watching Rings of Power, and so I watched all three mm. Lord of the Rings, and now I'm watching The Hobbit again. Mm. Yeah. So I like uh, them all. That's kind of my so, fun stuff. Yeah. yeah, some people, some people are like don't enjoy those movies, but how do you not? I mean, I, I, it's not true to the book. Well, I, I know. Oh, hey, right, I yeah. read the books. I read yeah. the books. Seventh grade, Mrs. Kale made us read The Hobbit. I mm-hmm. was obsessed with it i did all yeah. the extra credit projects i made a trivia based hobbit tolkien three kings return the king all that yeah. game i made a hobbit hole out of a refrigerator box like i was all in um and so i my sadness because i watched the animated one and my sadness mm-hmm. was these movies will never be brought to life it's it's too fantastic too, too rich yeah yeah and they did it mm-hmm. i'm sorry peter mm-hmm. jackson i really hope he never gets canceled I hope he's not done anything mm. bad because I feel like I owe him a debt of gratitude because he yeah. made my childhood dreams come true. I know. The, the, the cinematography the was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went and saw him by myself at midnight releases. I just. Oh, did you really? Look at you. I, I big time nerd. Love him. Yeah. yeah that, Love you're, you're, that. You're definitely big time nerd at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I own it. So what's with you? You do anything less nerdy? I, I went to New Orleans. Oh, that's much less that. nerdy. Yeah, that was less nerdy. Well, it was all work stuff, though. So I was a, uh, kind of a work nerd the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I ate lots of beignets, and so I had, like, powdered sugar all over me. Like, you planned kind of a fun team or something after event, didn't you? An evening event? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, but I was mostly, like, hosting Working. most of the time. Oh. Not. Yeah, yeah. I was, like, you had to be on. Cutting cake and stuff like that. Did someone get the baby? No, someone someone had a fortieth uh, anniversary of uh, oh. be working at the company, and so we did oh, like, a okay. special cake for them. That was fun. That's that was awesome. Fun. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Should have had a watch but, inside it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would have been odd. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your Here you Rolex. Go, this on. I don't want to put that chocolate. on. It's really nasty. Put it on. <laughs> it's a present. <laughs> It's getting cold here, and it's cold there too, right? In Oklahoma. So it's doing that weird thing that I do yeah. not like, where you wake up and it's twenty six, and in the afternoon it's eighty three. Oh, I dear. cannot. My house doesn't know what to do. Mm. Uh, you know, we can't just like leave windows and doors open and like let all the fresh air in because um, bugs. And I don't have screen doors; I just have regular doors. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's just it's just one of those where I can't complain because at least it's only getting up to eighty three and not a hundred. Right. But it's yeah, you send your kid to school in a coat and everything, and by the time they come home, like everything's rolled up and taken off, and mm. it's that sounds like no fun. It's <laughs> yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's yeah, horrible. It's, it's, it's cold here. We we get in the thirties at night, which is cold here, and then you know yeah. 
in the 50s and 60s. But yeah, it's putting you know, the, the outdoor bike is getting hung up for a while now, I think. So yeah, I won't be hitting that. I don't, I don't have all the gear to go outdoor riding. So I've been kind of. Yeah, I selfishly kind of like this because I'm going to tell you, Echelon is my jam. And y'all people that ride outside and we got a friend who mountain bikes. We got, we got a few friends that do. I just, I would like them to get back on their bikes and ride rides with me. Mm, so yeah. I'm all for it getting cold and snowy and y'all being That's stuck right. with me. Gotta bring back a few, <laughs> bring back a few of the outdoorsy people. Yeah. Get back come on this little, bike and crush me. Little, exactly. <laughs> come, come be a little couch potato, but a bike, a bike potato with us. Yeah. Get on your bike that goes nowhere <laughs> instead of going somewhere. Exactly. 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 <laughs> Live your wildest dreams. Yeah, yeah. we had all the foods in, in, in when I was in New Orleans. Oh, the beignets, awesome. Did you have um like crawfish, like crawdads? No, I don't do that. Big, you know, well, no, I kind of didn't figure you did. What about no, the um? Oh, I had gumbo. nothing else New Orleans. <laughs> no alligator. <laughs> nothing. No. No. No jambalaya. I ate lots of beignets. beignets and coffee. I ate lots of beignets. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of my meals were all kind of like pretty benign because i was just like at the conference center a lot and i it was really yeah. just kind of grabbing what i could sandwiches but and apples yeah all that fun stuff yeah what can cool. you do what can you do anyway so uh meredith we had a fun little guest today we'll talk about him in a minute good one good one but in the meantime any socials that you have coming in for us anything I, what do you, how do people do. reach us well, you know, let's give our socials too, because, you know, you, you post some pretty great stuff on your Instagram, you know, so you're okay. at I was Sheldon first. Yes. At Instagram. And I'm at Mayor Willis. And then our um, Twitter is at bike goes Instagram bike that goes nowhere website, bike that goes nowhere.com email bike that goes nowhere at gmail.com and TikTok bike that goes nowhere. Yes, all the tickety tackety stuff, all that fun stuff. And on the leaderboard, are you a Halloweeny oh, person? I am. I'm a huge Halloweeny person. Yeah. I just haven't decided where I'm going to hand out candy this year, but there will be mm. full size candy bars. Oh, and I will now, most likely. Okay, full size what? Like a bit of honey or something? Or no, I love a <laughs> bit of honey though. I do. do. Really? I do. Oh, I love a sugar daddy. Oh, I love you. sugar babies. I love all that kind of melt in your mouth toffee type stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, I go, see, here's the thing. I'm starting to rethink this. I'm like, mm. gosh, you know, I, I usually do Hershey's and uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. And of course, M&M's and um, Twix, Kit Kats, yep. uh, Butterfingers. But I'm like, what if kids have nut allergies? I mean, I guess like their parents, surely. And then I always do Skittles because there's some kids that don't like chocolate. You know, yeah, the weirdos. I just, I started the panic the last few years about oh. should I, you know, really try to watch what I hand out? And then I thought, I mean, yeah, we, we, I don't we, know. that's really, uh, you know, uh, my philosophy. And they say, look, you're taking your kids trick or treating. Yeah. You got to watch out for them. You, yeah. You, yeah. You can't expect people to give out the most benign of candies. That's just not going to happen. Well, what right? would I do? Give out our Smarties, not Canadian well, or British exactly. Smarties, but like yeah, our yeah, like, powder, sugar, take Smarties. your medicine Smarties. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. See, that'd be Which a hard I also pass love. for me. I love all sugar. Ugh. But I mean, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're really giving out the Snickers and the peanut butter cups. I'm like, that's yeah. happening. That's just happening. You, that you cannot go trick or treating and expect not to get some of that. You just have to say, okay, look, and. Figure a way out. Maybe it goes in. Maybe it goes in the parents' bag or something. I don't. Yeah. know. Yeah, and I will be out. dressed as Hermione Granger again because yeah. I just there have the full outfit and it's comfortable. And then I have a 
monster book of monsters little thing that can open oh yeah up i know that is candy bars yeah yeah you so, go yeah. yeah. It's a Harry Potter Christmas or Halloween, whatever the heck you call it. <laughs> oh, I did see where someone put up those uh, Harry Potter like inflatables in their yard and they had oh, Harry, cool. Hermione, and Ron, and their neighbor mm. across the street put out Voldemort. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's solid work. That I is know. solid work. We and, did that one year. There was mm-hmm. a there was a we, we lived on a kind of a corner and across the road from us on the corner across. There was a house that always, they, this guy had built, he had a little hill in the front of his house, just kind of, a, oh, you, you yeah. know, kind of a quick drop off hill. And he built a pirate ship, a ghost pirate ship oh, out wow. of the hill. Like it was like oh, built by cool. out of wood and everything else. Mm-hmm. So we were on the, on the way across. I didn't go there elaborate as him, but we dressed up as like uh, British uh uh, like a British flag with the oh. with, with the cannon sounds and stuff uh-huh. like that. Like we were chasing the pirates and stuff yes. like that, right? Like Imperial yeah, so we had a little officers. Fun with that yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, cool. Fun. Do you have a gallows? Fun. And oh, you didn't go that dark. Uh, uh, n- n- no, 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 no. Hey, children, let's do a historical <laughs> accurate. Yeah, yeah, I know. Betrayal. Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> no. Anyways, all right. Well, what are you gonna say okay. when we get over to our guest? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Let's He's not spooky at all. He's he's really cool. He's pretty chill. He's pretty cool. All right. We'll see you on the other side of the Super Excellent Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. We're just here to have some fun. Let our faces feel the morning sun. Gonna laugh and put on a smile. Come along and join us for a while. Well, it's pretty clear to me. Takes itself too seriously. Take a ride with Shelly Man on a bike that goes nowhere. If it's pretty clear to you, won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with Shelly Man on a bike that goes nowhere. Welcome to the super excellent, not too serious bike that goes nowhere podcast. Today's guest joins us from the United Kingdom, where he instructs at the Echelon Studios. He's known for kick-ass workouts and tough climbs. He takes his cycling skills to the open roads as well, and can often be found hitting the British countryside with his son or taking podiums in road races. When not at Echelon, he runs two fitness businesses on his own, which keeps him in obviously fantastic shape. When I realized he's five years my senior, I figured maybe I should stop with the excuses and not say, forget about it. He's the king of the hill, his majesty's secret cyclist, Rowan Foggett. Wow, what an intro. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. That is uh, Sheldon's superpower. My superpower. (laughs) And um, yeah, yours seems to be everything else on the bike. Pretty much. Glad to have you. Wonderful to be here. Thanks. Thanks yeah. for getting me on. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Now, now tell us where, where, in the, where in the UK do you live? Well, what is your location? So I'm currently... <laughs> Pinpointing about, the location. Pinpointing. If you, if you go up to the top of my road, there's a little marker that says Charing Cross is 12 miles away exactly. So I'm oh. southeast London, a little borough of, of London called Bromley. And yeah, it's it's I twelve miles in into London, and this, the Echelon Studios is just twenty minutes away on the train. Nice. And nice. I can turn the other way and be in the green lanes of 
Kent, the countryside, in 10, 15 minutes. So commuting one way into town and cycling out the other way, it's not a bad place to be. Yeah, not at all. Now, although I got to say for our US listeners, when I'm thinking about cycling on UK country lanes, that sounds lovely. Um, And it's beautiful, for sure. But they're very narrow roads, aren't they? And they have like high hedges a lot of times. Like, I, I would think, oh, you're riding in the country, not around traffic. But you could run into all sorts of stuff, literally, on your on your cycling out in the country, like farmers and people driving fast. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I was out on my bike three hours ago, Sunday afternoon, some little lanes, and you've got to be really careful around any little turn, any bend. There could be anything. Today, there were just squirrels, and even oh. a squirrel can run across the road, get lodged between your your wheels, your spokes, and, and you can crash. So There's a visual yeah. for you. And they, <laughs> and are they gray squirrels, um, not red squirrels or black squirrels? They're, they're, they're gray squirrels. Gray yeah. squirrels, and yeah. So I, I have fellow cyclist friends who have come off with squirrels going into their wheels, but rabbits as well. They're another culprit. I've seen cyclists being hit by deer around here as well. So wow. I'd, I'd, I'll take the squirrel over the deer any day. Yeah, yeah, but there could be I, sheep in the road. There could be, I mean, I just, I remember <laughs> thinking if I ever drove in England, I'd be fine. I'll just drive on country roads because I was thinking Oklahoma country roads. And we got on those country lanes over there and I was terrified. I just had to shut my eyes. It was dark. The The hedges on either side were over <laughs> six feet high. You can't see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're it's, absolutely uh, right. Yeah. yeah. And they, they were built, I just want to give were, people a picture. They were built for the horse and cart a thousand years ago mm-hmm. or, or more way back. So a lot of them have just yeah. retained that shape and have never been widened. Not a thankfully. lot of shoulder. You're just going off into the hedge if somebody yes. comes at you. Yeah, nice soft hedges. <laughs> nice soft hedges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how yeah. did you did you start cycling when you were a kid? Were you always fit? Like, How did your journey to fitness come about? Because it's obviously a huge part of your lifestyle. Mm. It, yeah, it always has been. I would say just as a kid, sport was my thing. It's what I did. So I grew mm-hmm. up playing football, rugby, mm-hmm. cricket, you know, that weird game the English people play. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's much better than baseball, The seven-day uh, game, wherever it is. Right? <laughs> I've heard it called baseball on Prozac, and then we just lost the UK. Um, <laughs> no, people love it. It's great. Yes, yeah. It's it's quite difficult to understand, even for people that have played it for 20 years. But yeah, I, I grew up playing all those, cycling as well as a kid, um, and doing quite a lot of these things, you know, semi-competitively as you do as a child yeah. and playing for teams and county and the region and things. So that was just my life. And I suppose yeah. education came secondary. <laughs> oh, okay. Now yeah. we're getting the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, did you have you naturally? Did you naturally like transition out of uh, uh, we call it high school? I don't know what you guys called it, secondary school, um, into like fitness, um, or did you take a stop somewhere in between? So, yeah, there's quite a few stops on the way. Yeah. I after a few years after leaving school, doing A levels, worked in the UK, and then I did few months backpacking around Southeast Asia. Oh, wow. Some of my friends at the time went on to live in Hong Kong. So I came back to the UK, twiddled my thumbs for a few months, went out to live in Hong Kong. I, went, I just arrived with a rucksack and 500 quid. And 16 years later, I came back 
Wow. With oh, a wow. wife, two kids, and yeah, my life was a bit different. So I lived in Southeast <laughs> so Asia what did you, for what did 16, you do? 16 years. Yeah, what yeah. did you do there for 16 years? What was your vocation? What did you, what did you work on? Initially, in those days, Hong Kong was still a British colony. So you didn't need, as a Brit, an e-visa. You could just rock up Got it. and sort of reinvent yourself. You could be anything again. So yeah. a, lot, a lot of people did that in those days. This, this is the early 90s. Um, mm. So I just started working in office jobs, which I hadn't really done before, sales jobs, selling advertising space, selling advertising space actually in a publication that didn't really exist. I won't go into that. That was a little bit dodgy. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> I'm guessing the terms International are man of mystery, I declare. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll move swiftly on from that one. Yeah, swiftly okay. on. Um, and I, I just ended up working in finance, basically. Mm-hmm. So mm. uh, brokerage houses, financial institutions that had software that they would develop and sell externally. So it was their proprietary software. They would sell it externally. And that became my thing, selling financial software. So I did that and went to live in the Philippines as well for three years twice. So I spent six years there in total Whoa. in Manila. Um, wow. But all along, all through those years of working, the sport was always there. It was always you know, the forefront of what I did. Mm-hmm. And when I was in Hong Kong, I qualified as a personal trainer that was oh 27 years ago now so for a lot yeah. of my life personal training has been there but it's been a side gig it's always what i did to supplement you know the, the day job and i found right. it a lot more interesting than the day job <laughs> yeah you looked forward to it yeah. yeah yeah so how did you then transition into making it your life so we moved back 10, 11 years ago to the UK. Kids were growing up. They needed a bit more stability in a school to go through, secondary school to go through. So we moved back, took a punt on living in Bromley, still where we are now. I live on mm-hmm. Rowan Walk, by the way. So oh. when we oh, saw cool. when you say you're going home, and, you mean it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just felt right. Yeah. Um, and two years ago, I was still I was looking after personal training clients again at weekends in my, in my time, which is the complete opposite way it usually works. The personal trainer has to work around the schedule of the client. I was lucky yeah. enough to find clients that would work around my schedule. So, <laughs> yeah. um, two years ago, I just took the leap and did it full time, and uh, I just wish I'd done it sooner. But you know, you, you live, you, you've got a nice life, you've got a mortgage to pay, you've got bills, yeah. so. To become self-employed, yeah. it is a scary leap. Yeah, I was petrified when I did it, but it's it's worked out so well. I'm, I'm... So then, how did you find Echelon, or did they find you? They put an advert out. Um, uh-huh. I, I can't remember what the advert asked for, but I didn't meet many of the criteria other than that. I thought, ah, oh, that sounds like a good gig. But cycling and playing music and uh, keeping people fit, I, I think I'll be okay at that. So mm-hmm. went through, put my CV in, did a demo video, did a, a live demo, and I think they obviously liked the fact there was some old bloke who, who could take exercise classes mm-hmm. and, <laughs> yeah, like playing 80s music. And, and 
<laughs> I think there was maybe the a bit a bit more to it than that. I mean, I've got to say, um, you know, from the first class I ever took with you, I was like, this guy obviously knows what he's doing. Like he knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. I don't know if you were faking it, but you know, <laughs> it just it felt like I could learn something here, um, yeah. and get a good workout. So that Thank that's you. awesome. Yeah. And you know. If you don't try, you don't know. And I think that's a good lesson too. Mm-hmm. It, just because you don't, like, it doesn't seem like they're asking specifically for you. People don't know what they need until they see it. Mm, so, exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was comfortable training people to get fitter. I, I have put clients of mine that are cyclists and triathletes. So I know how to put a training program together and what to do to make it work. So it was really just applying that around what echelon require and looking at the user base of echelon and sort of people that are using it and what will help them to get fit. So, yeah. yeah. So, so what are your favorite, in. like when you, the, the, the classes that you teach, um, you know, what are you going with the mindset? What are your goals when you typically set one up? You know, how do you approach uh, echelon classes when you do them? I suppose it depends what the class is for, for the longer mm-hmm. ones, for, for the endurance rides, for hills rides, when they're 45 minutes or longer, I like to blend in some sort of realism, some real-life scenarios, be it mm-hmm. geographical or topogol- topogol- topographical. I think that's, that's the it. right you word. It. <laughs> that's yeah. the word. <laughs> <laughs> Having cycled in various parts of the world and you know been out on the road a lot on my bike, I can bring some of that indoors and, and try and explain mm-hmm. what we're looking at and what we're doing and what it feels like what the intensity is actually really like right and trying to portray that and hopefully that comes across and you know people can feed off that and and try and replicate it so that that's great fun it gives me a bit of artistic license to sit down and and try and remember the hills of belgium where i've been in the past and not just the beer that i drank on that particular trip yes you know you can bring and, that to the, you can bring that into the uh, class as well i wouldn't mind that uh, yeah. So what, yeah so what is the i'm curious about that you obviously have ridden all over the world what is the toughest cycling thing you've ever done uh, I'm, I'm very curious so you do a lot of cycling so i'm, I'm very curious yeah. what you, you consider your your peak de resistance <laughs> it's the toughest I mean, if we look at the toughest that's difficult definition mm. of toughest could be a few things I think what I did, what I did last Sunday and what I'm doing next Sunday are two of the toughest things that you can do, which are hill climb sprints. So you, oh, they take about, goodness. they take two to three minutes. That's only you sit at the bottom of the hill, you're clipped into your bike and you've got to race to the top. It's a time trial. You, you go off at one minute intervals, each rider, and it hurts like nothing else. You could run <laughs> yeah. up the hill. And it wouldn't hurt quite so much because you just slow down. But if you slow down on the bike, you'll fall <laughs> off because it's so steep. You get right. to the top. Oh, you, my goodness. People, people, help, people help you off the bike and you lay down. But it, it just hurts for ages and hours. And last week, it, it just hurt so bad. It's a steep hill and you go up. It's like the clappers. That's basically it. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're really selling it. I think uh, Eshelon yeah. ought to do that. We all ought to do it. It's like putting in, in resistance level 32, getting out the saddle and just going as hard as you can for three minutes. That, that's sort of yeah. what it would feel like. So it's mm. quite a feat, but it's really putting your body through the ringer. 
Wow. It does, yeah. But the atmosphere is yeah. great. The, the crowds are great. They're all there with the cowbells and shouting. And it's, it's, an, it's tr- very traditional. It's old school English. It used to be at the end of the cycling season. So at the end of summer, i.e. where mm-hmm. we are now, people have raced all summer. And it was just the finale. There were these hill climb events that, that were put on. They've been going for 100, 150 years, some of them. So the, mm-hmm. I think the one I'm doing next week, is it's been going for 135 years. Apparently, it's the la- the longest running cycle race in the world. So there's nice. history behind them as well. Yeah, but there's no cheese involved. Like you're not cycling there's, uphill behind a wheel of cheese. That's just that there's no just cheese. No. It would be much much better if we just raced down the hill. But unfortunately, yes. we have to go up. <laughs> oh, that would scare me though. We have a friend, and she was talking about training for her Ironman in uh, Hawaii, and she goes on the downhills. Sometimes she just wanted to close her eyes because you know <laughs> going so fast. That's the bit I like. I'll do that all day long. But, oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, going a, up hurts. speed yeah. scares me a little bit. I'm I'm a big dude. I'm like it's a lot of momentum. <laughs> like, it's a I hard. Just, I get very nervous yeah. at that speed. I'm like oh, that's a really skinny <laughs> tire for a very wide man. <laughs> I just want to say on the topic of you bringing your real life cycling escapades to the bike, I do remember on the tour to Echelon ride that worked very well. Like you were really able to describe the feeling of. Of what, and I think you'd even rode that part of the course before previously. Correct. And that was just fascinating to me. I mean, for a cyclist to have ridden, I mean, because they changed the courses up, right? But you're like, I've I've been up that hill. I've I've literally done this. Yeah, it's funny. I I remember when Brian used to do them. Like he would he would look at the course and and mimic it. it. But you've ridden it. I think that's really cool. (laughs) That really is the coolest. A really neat experience for us riders, I feel like, to have someone who really was invested in it. I was very lucky they chose that particular hill because I haven't ridden around France that much. But that one I'd ridden up and it's it's a tasty little climb. So I was really glad they gave me that one. So if you uh, haven't you, done your yeah. tour to Echelon uh, 2022, you should really check it out. Absolutely. Go get yeah. that yes. badge. Go get that badge. So um, uh, so you, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. You, you, so you did tour to Echelon. You're working on something now that I think, Meredith, you maybe even did the class for. Is, is, is the, the around the world? Are, are you, you're part oh, of that? Yes or no? Yeah, I'm not yeah. Team Rowan. I mean, I'm Team Rowan in real life. But I'm, I'm team Susie. I'm team Susanna. Um, but yeah, we're racing around the world to the different uh, yeah. studios and uh, yeah. yeah, putting in the miles. So, so tell us about it. I mean, yeah. Tell us a little bit about around what, what is that and what can people expect with it? So we, well, I think Sage came up with the idea. We wanted to do <laughs> some longer rides, some more endurance rides that were just a bit more structured. Mm-hmm. So the idea came up to race across the world or around the world, whatever the original term was, just to, to get to Chattanooga. And That's right. Yeah. Then we started. The center started, of the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we started working out how many miles it would be, and if we got this number of riders, how many miles they'd have to do, and fleshed it all out and expected some riders to sign up, but the response has just been amazing. The take-up's been huge, and really because it's, you know, the Catalyst has been in the UK in the London studio it hasn't we haven't promoted it across the whole global user base 
but so many of the North Americans have got involved. And oh, yeah. It's just like, like I yeah. follow yeah. Echelon, I follow Echelon UK. So I, saw I signed it. up oh, for it. It was so funny because I signed up for it and I was like, I don't even know if Americans can participate, but it didn't say we couldn't. <laughs> so I signed yeah. up. And then one of my Canadian friends is like, yeah, all of us Canadians signed up too. <laughs> yeah. like, They're a colony. They count, right? <laughs> 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 I thought they it's, might kick me out, but I, I'm excited. It's going to be good fun. And already we're, we're on what day two. It started yesterday and all the riders are posting their, their mileage. They're, they're doing more mileage in two days than they were doing in a week. And yeah. there's a lot of competitive fun and banter going on on the forum. So there is. There's a lot, a lot of teams encouraging other team uh, members on uh, the other teams to be like, oh no, take today off. No, you deserve a rest. You don't need to ride today. <laughs> Whether we can sustain this into December and get to yeah. Chattanooga and back to London now, because I think so many riders we've decided to come back. So it's not just yeah. to Chattanooga. It's, yeah, it's, it's, return, it's a return don't, don't trip. Don't blame you. Yeah. Don't blame me well, for not to stay too long. I, you know what? I know our group. I, I know our yeah. riders, and even if some people dry, drop out, there's already people like, I'll ride double if we've got people who can't ride. I'll ride. You know, pe- we're insane. Oh we love a challenge. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sheldon's like, I'm glad I didn't sign nutties. up. Bunch of nutties. How long have you two been Echelon riders? How long have Go you ahead. two uh, been riding? About the same time. I mean, we started in 2019, fall of yeah, 2019. Yeah. Both yeah. You of had us. your bike a little longer. I had you, my bike a whole year before I really, I say it was a closed rack for a year. Um, but then for some reason, I just, well, it wasn't mine to begin with. My husband at the time bought it for him and then never used it. And so one day I got on it and then I took a Nicole class and was like, I want what You're she's in. got. Yeah. And so, yeah, we fell in love with yeah, it. So no, yeah. November 19 is when I started. So. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I'm on along ever since. Yeah. Excellent. And it's just and the community. It's the community yeah. and the classes. Yeah. And do you, do you feel better for it? Is it fitness as well? Or is it oh, it's totally. yeah, community yeah. and yeah. everything? It's community, a, it's a bit of everything. Socialization during the lockdown was big because we did some like Zooms. We had a little group and we did Zooms and, you know. But also, I would not, I've never stuck with any sort of exercise this long in my life. I've never joined a gym, found a community and stayed with it for a long time at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never felt comfortable. I've never uh, kind of felt accountable. Like, oh, I said I'd ride that ride. So I better be there. Or it's so-and-so's celebration. So I better be there. Mental health. The fact that I work from home, it's very simple for me. And it just takes out all the excuses. I just, this mm-hmm. is an ad for Echelon. Um, it's just, <laughs> yeah, for me, it's simply, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's just regaining my health, you know, mm-hmm. getting control of, of it yeah. again and, and, and really being able to impact it myself. So, uh, it, plus it's just the, the connections that we've made. It's just the, you know, it's actually feeling a part of something bigger than just, than just, um, yeah. me exercising before I used to be, I used to be very, very solo with all my exercise. I didn't, Mm-hmm. I didn't do it with other. I mean, I was on a team and stuff in college. I didn't count though, really, because it was still. I did, I did. It was an individual sport. I did running, right? And so, um, you know, this has just been a different way for me to recapture something I had lost for a long time, and uh, uh, it made a big difference yeah. to me. Find yeah. your inner athlete, Meredith. When I say chia, what do you think about chia pet, Bob Ross? Okay. Well, I like to think about delicious, low sugar energy. Oh. I have discovered Health Warrior Cheer Bars. 
Okay. They Tell me are. More. I, w- I will. They're amazing. Pocket size, delicious taste, lots of flavors. I have a coconut one sitting here right next to my hand, ready to mm. go. So they get done with this. Fantastic. I tell you, I love it. And only 100 calories in this delightful little oh, bar. Wow. Yes. And they are packed solid with the superfood chia seeds, which are great for energy, nutrients, protein, fiber, fiber, Can't and antioxidants. Fiber. That's right. They are gluten-free and vegan. They are great for outdoor bike rides uh, or indoor bike rides for that fact. As they don't get all melty. You know, something you, you get with these little protein bars and yeah. you put it in your pockets and your bike. Oh my God, it's a melty mess and you don't want to eat the thing anymore. And, and so these don't do that. I had one of my bike rides the other day. Fantastic. Health Warrior also has pumpkin seed bars, oatmeal cups. Uh, but today I'm all about these cheer bars, Meredith. And while delicious, they are not a sponsor. But I love them anyways. I love them anyways. Give them a try. Health Warrior Cheer Bars. Non-sponsor. So yeah. had you, Rowan, had you taught spin before? Was that part of your fitness routine before? Or was it just outdoor bikes usually? And then you just thought, well, yeah. I can ride on a bike that goes nowhere too. So that when the, <clears throat> when the interview came through, yeah, it, they didn't specifically say you need to be a, a spin instructor. So therefore, <laughs> I just cloud ahead with the application and <laughs> yeah i love it, and it okay so so yeah i've i've stood next to people on my indoor bike for, for many years i've i've taught people how to get better as cyclists <laughs> yeah but but no not not being the instructor on a bike so yeah but Interesting. you know especially with with covid and the lockdowns just the changing the way that exercise was delivered via technology just changed everything so quickly so people were delivering fitness routines and all of all sorts all all varieties via zoom and everything so quickly so people Mm -hmm. learned to deliver it that way and it got accepted very quickly so yeah yeah it it wasn't wasn't much of a change really just i'm in a small studio staring at three Mm -hmm cameras that that's it so it's not like there's a massive audience in front of you or anything yeah <laughs> right well some of the instructors yeah. had taught you know in spin studios and so they were used to having 50 people mm. in a class um and in chattanooga yeah. at least sometimes you can have some people in a class but in london yeah. you don't you're just in the box um we're in the box yeah you're in the box <laughs> you're the harry potter under the cup in the cupboard under the stairs <laughs> Always back to the Harry Potter, Meredith. I'm Always sorry. It's a, it's a it. Harry Potter Echelon <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you like about Echelon? I mean, what did you, were you surprised by the community? Were you kind of like, oh my gosh, all these people want to talk to me and get to know me? Um, I remember looking at the demographics at the start, the, the user base, you know, the, the mm-hmm. age, the mm-hmm. sex, and it just fitted into what I do ordinarily with, with my personal training. I look after ah. mature clients, basically. A lot of them are mm. beginners. A lot of them are returning to exercise. Yeah. A lot of them you know, don't know where to start. So when we looked at the user base, it just I felt at home immediately that I could yeah. help people and you know, connect with them and understand what they're going through, what they want to achieve. And if there's some guys at the top who want to put down the watts and, and work performance as well, then I, maybe I can help them as well. So it's just been a wonderful community. 
I mean, we've got the, yeah. the Facebook page is great. I don't use Facebook, mm-hmm. Facebook that much, but to go on there after your ride and see all the comments and the posts and the sweaty selfies and the headbands and everything, it's, it's, it's brilliant. It really yeah. is. So you, you get two companies of your own. So you, you get, give us a little insight as to the type of clients you work with. Tell us just a little bit about those. I'm curious as to, you know, obviously that was your foray into fitness and, and, and something you're still doing today. So you got, you have two companies, if I get these correct, uh, 5060 Fit and Sports Strong. Correct. What do you do with those? Yeah. So 5060 Fit, that's what I put together just as a, a brand name to encapsulate the fact that I, primarily my client base is middle aged people. Oh, got it. Some are in the 40s and ask, you know, am I too young? Can I join? So, oh, isn't that I'm, nice? I'm, I'm so young. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost there where I am. I'm at that cusp, but pretty soon I'll be right in your demographic. <laughs> and I've, I've got a client who's 69, nearly 70, and he, he's, uh, he's kicking my he, 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 He's, he's just asked the same thing. Yeah. How long have I got left? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. it's yeah it's it's mainly mainly in person so I, I have some remote clients but they mainly come to me at the end of my garden I've got a nice big summer house lucky enough to have space to put a gym in there I've got two indoor bikes in there lots of equipment and they come to me and whatever their objectives are their goals some of them might be quite serious to athletes with an event mm-hmm. and want to improve their cycling and strength and conditioning some might just want fat loss and get happier and healthier it really depends what their goal is we put a program together that tries to achieve that over over time whatever their time frames are so it's quite a mixed bag of specialism in there and it's great fun working with people once they come to you they've already bought into the fact they want to improve something so you know you've got that motivation already yeah, that's great, the good thing about them coming to you. They're obviously invested. Yes. Already. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've found that with the Echelon community, what's been so surprising and, and not me. Although after joining Echelon, I did start running again. And last year, uh, we won't talk about this year, but last year I did my first ever 10 mile run. And that was only because of the community and people started talking about running and doing other things. We've got friends who are you know, doing half Ironmans, uh, mm. whole Ironmans, the full thing um, that were, I mean, the transformations are amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. really, I can't imagine, I mean, just being a part of that and, and coaching part of that, I can't even imagine. It's amazing for me just being like, I ride rides with this person and look at them go. Yeah. I mean, even today, I've got a, a client who ran the London Marathon. I've got clients oh. doing... Ironman competitions, Ironman competitions. So yeah. to see them succeed and improve and be happy with their results, that, that's wonderful. It's, I'm, I'm happier seeing them you know, react to how they're getting on than my own cycling endeavors by far. It's, it's much yeah. more gratifying. Yeah. Let's speak to some of those. First of all, I have something to address. You're five years my senior, and uh, I look at you, and I look at me, and I'm like, let's deal with this right now. Who did you sell your soul to? I need to know. <laughs> Where's the portrait of you hanging? Where's the real you? Easy Dorian, Dorian. Gray. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. for getting okay. the so you're, you're obviously doing a lot to keep yourself in tip top. 
Um, yeah. Is a lot of that cycling? What else do you do? How, how, what is your workout routine? Uh, for all the structure I apply to my clients, I'm pretty unstructured. Okay. Interesting. So if we break it down yeah. across cardiovascular fitness, that's always been there. I've always held it up, um, whatever it is, whatever sport I'm doing, whatever activity. And predominantly now that's cycling. That keeps me you know, very fit. Um, I still do some running, do, do the park runs that's the popular in the oh, UK, yes. five, 5K they every are. Saturday morning. Yeah. yeah. So I do that and, and other things. But I would say that's 50% of my fitness. The other 50% is, is strength training. So that's, it's easy for me. I don't have to go to the gym. It's at the end of my garden. So I don't mm-hmm. need a program so much. I can just walk down there and pick up some weights and throw them around for 20 minutes one day, one hour the next, whatever it is. So that's yeah. been a part of my life for many years as well. And I, I don't go chasing 200 kilo squats or deadlifts or anything. I just tick over and maintain what I've fortunately been able to put together. And it's, it's, yeah, it's holding on so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. So yeah. With, with, with cycling, uh, you're, yeah, I, I, you know, stalked your Facebook a little bit. Uh, you're obviously good. Uh, you know, I see you cut top a few podiums there. Um, you're holding you around pretty good there. So t- tell <laughs> us a little bit about, I mean, like your cycling routines. I mean, are you, how many, like how many miles a week do you cycle? What do you do to get yourself in, in top cycling shape? And then also I see your, your son looks like he's getting involved in it as well. Um, is it a family affair? Or is it just you and a couple of them? T- tell us a little bit about, about your cycling, uh, you know, outside of Ashland. Yeah, so I tend to race one-hour type events. They're called criterium races or crits or two-hour road races. So it's like you see on the Tour de France, there's a whole pack of cyclists Mm -hmm. and they're racing to the line. And it's just old men in Lycra on expensive machines going round and round (laughs) and round for an hour or two hours and somebody wins, that sort of thing. But it's it's really hard and the training has to be quite tough. Otherwise you're not yeah. good enough to compete. And mm-hmm. from spring onwards, mainly through winter, it's just doing, it's keeping the aerobic base up. So just doing miles, long, slow, and doing a few fast workouts, you know, anaerobic type workouts, and then getting more specific in spring as you get towards the spring and summer races. and as soon as you know it, it's the 2nd of October and you're doing hill climbs. So it leaves you back yeah. the, in winter doing the base miles again. And it just goes round and round. So that's sort of the routine. But within, it, within that, there's quite a bit of structure, the workout that you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Echelon helps me with that. It helps to be mm-hmm. a part of that. If I add up, add up the miles I've done on the Echelon bike, if I go into Strava, I can see it's about 4,400 kilometers on the wow. echelon bikes in just over a year so that's a nice <laughs> chunk of my training done there yeah so yeah yeah that's that's true yeah. i mean that's what we've yeah. heard from some other instructors that yeah they have their own workouts outside but then teaching the classes they do actually you don't just pretend to push you are actually working on the bike yeah. yes yeah, yeah. i I tried to pretend at the start. I found I wasn't too good at it, so I, I don't <laughs> try and. 
<laughs> you're like acting's not my but, thing cycling is yeah, i guess right, i'll cycle right. yeah yeah so but so just, about your family does your family cycle with you as well i think i saw your son on a mm. ride with you or something like that so yeah yeah so i've got two boys they're 24 and 21 one's just left uni and got a job for the first time so Thankfully, I can start charging him some rent. The money's going to start coming back the other way for the first time ever. Ah, yes. Rowan, Rowan Enterprises has started. <laughs> the younger one, is he's got one year left at uni. And they've, they've sort of grown up cycling as well. Nothing competitive, yeah. mountain biking, BMXing, you know, you, know, you name it. They've, they've done it on bikes. So when they're back and they're here for summer, we get the bikes out and try and ride together. But they enjoy it. They don't enjoy me pulling them around 100 kilometer rides. They're trying to pull me into I the bet. cafe after 20 kilometers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dad's, yeah. Uh, Dad's uh, whipping them good. So that yeah. sounds like. <laughs> oh, boy. But, you know, that's a good example because I think if you ask a lot of Echelon riders why they're here, um, it's they want to be a good example for their kids. They want to, mm-hmm. and they want to be able to hang out with their kids and run and chase after their kids. There's a lot of, you know, families, you know, that they've got little kids. And so their time on the bike is so precious because they just don't, I remember those days. Mine are older now too. So I can pretty much work out when I want to. I'm very lucky. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's really, it's my time, like Eshelon says, you know, and so I, I think we've seen that in a lot of our instructors too, is that it is a family fitness affair and that that's a good thing. It's a good example. Yeah. It's, it's great to see the echelon riders just finding the time, whether it's you know, after mm-hmm. a 2 a.m. shift, it's, it's amazing the time that you see people are riding it's yeah. whenever they mm-hmm. can fit it in. And yeah, they're, they're finding the time somehow. They don't have to go out in the dark and run in the rain. They can actually just jump on a bike. And, totally. And, Yeah, you know, especially when you think about places that get a lot of snow or, you know, here in Oklahoma, we had so many hundred degree days in a row. And I know the UK had their own horrible, horrible Mm. heat wave. And at least we had air conditioning. But yeah, it was it was uh, I couldn't even imagine going outside and doing stuff. I was it certainly changed my my habits as well. I mean. It's easy to make excuses. It, yeah, it takes when away there's, those when there's excuses. any deviation in when outside yeah. of perfect weather. It's very yeah. easy yeah. to say, oh, it's, uh, it's kind of humid out there. I, I, I really probably shouldn't go out. You know, oh, it's raining. <laughs> Let's sprinkle a little bit out there. It's a little harder. Well, I think you, I'll just uh, pull up. You and, don't uh, even have to television. look presentable. Like you don't even like if I, I was going to the gym, I'd be like, oh, okay, maybe put a little makeup. <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous. But oh, maybe I'll put a little something on, or you know, or I got to wear a match and you know socks that match. I or barely something. wear clothes anymore. Well, <laughs> that we don't want pictures, like, no like, sweaty the, selfies naked. Well, exactly. I don't. I don't take many sweaties. I mean, because I don't wear shirts anymore. Sometimes I'm I just gotcha. like, well, okay. it's just a sweaty shirt to take care of. I'll just leave the shirt off and. Nobody can see me. <laughs> it's like <laughs> wow. Like, Sheldon's given some podcast after dark well, secrets I, here. I, 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 it's just me, a pair of bike shorts, which nobody yes. really wants to see. Um, so it's just, but it's private. So it's like you know, yeah, I, I'm, I'm comfortable. Takes away the excuses. I don't have to. I do less laundry. It's it's a win win. Trust me. Do, yeah. do you two do the sweaty selfies on on the forum? I used to do a lot. I used to do more. Yeah. Um, I have a thing where 
my I would get these sweat patterns on my shirts, and I oh, and I could yeah. see art in it. I would like do like art, I called them sweat blots, and sweat I would do blots. like that. And, and sometimes like, he would see somebody uh, else's and he would draw their sweat blot on them on their I would shirt. do that sometimes. It was really yeah, fun. I, 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 yeah, I kind of fell out of the habit just because yeah. of time. But yeah, every once in a while, I'll throw one out there. But uh, yeah, yeah the, we, we post a fair bit because we post about all kinds of stuff. And really, both yeah. of us are pretty involved. Mara more so. Yeah. Well, I think that's part of it for me, though, is the social part and the, oh, I was on that ride, too, or, you know, um, or Mm -hmm. scheduling rides together. Um, I just had a a month long where we were raising money to fight um, children's cancer. Um, And, you know, our team rode over 7,000 miles, I think raised over $7,000. It was just and it was 33 Echelon members. And Mm. we just did it on our own. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that it, definitely the Facebook page is where it's at. And, and I mm-hmm. tried to tell people to get involved in that because it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have stuck with it as long. I don't think no. if I didn't no. have that encouragement. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so Rowan, what do you have that you're excited about in the, uh, in the upcoming months or, or next year or, or whatever's coming up for you? Just get people a little, a little flavor. Of what's in your mind. Oh, what's coming up for me? Well, whew. Um, you touched on the other business I run, Sports Strong. Mm-hmm. That's quite yeah. new to me. I've launched okay. it fairly recently. Okay, what's so that? So that's, that's just enabling me to work with clients remotely. So I have a platform oh. now where clients, they might you know, be a tennis player or a golfer, can, can get a plan put together that's specific for them and it can be delivered via my technology, the software I use for my in-person clients. So Mm-hmm. it's quite an easy thing for me to do. I just didn't have the platform before to to go out to the world and, and promote it. And now it's there. I've just got to figure out a way to sell it more efficiently <laughs> <There laughs> without, without paying too much for Facebook ads and, and things. Right. Ah, yeah. well, tell me yeah. about it. I mean, we have a podcast, so it's, uh, promoting yeah. that is, is always a fun little, little mm. game with Mark Zuckerberg and the gang. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Click, clicks have got a bit more expensive recently as well. Yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Well, that's, that's exciting. Very yeah, cool. that's, Very that's one thing. Um, yeah. Um, what well, what else am I doing? I've uh, I've my swimming isn't my strongest point, so okay. I've oh. committed to learning to master the butterfly. Oh, stroke. that's tough. Which I feel every- like I'm waterboarding myself when I do the butterfly. Like, I don't propel forward at all. I just keep slamming into the pool. This was the attraction, because <laughs> as soon as I say it to everyone, they say, oh, God, that's tough. And it, it is, is tough. It's, it's, it's yeah. very hard. And that's the appeal. That's the attraction. That's do- the appeal for yeah. you. Okay. I yeah. see the kind of person you are. I yeah. got do- it. I swim about as well as a cat. Um, that's about where my swimming goes. Tiger swim. (laughs) Well, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, putting programs together, I, I think that's something that the UK studio is doing that maybe some of us aren't as aware of. And, um, you, you and Sage and I'm not sure if it was Susanna did the performance cycle series over the summer. Was Mm, that right? Yes, we did. Yeah. And, and so you were, were you the. Were you the power and Susanna the speed I, and how did that work? Yes. So if it was, yeah. if you look at, think of it as a pyramid, Sage did the mm-hmm. endurance, aerobic, right. lower heart rate zone work at the bottom. 
mm -hmm. did the power in the middle and Susanna did the spicy, speedy stuff at the top of the pyramid. So yeah. And, and it was so, structured over five weeks, making right. it progressively harder. So hopefully people, you know, if they think from week one to week five and compare where they were, where they are now, they'll see some progression. That was the intention. Nice. And, yeah, yeah, I want to get a group together to do that. Yeah. yeah, I want to yeah. get a group, kind of like the Tour de Echelon, we get a group together and write it afterwards so we get our badge. But mm. I think that would be fun to kind of see how it progressed. And honestly, a lot of us are really, well, Sheldon and I are both this way. There aren't certain rides I ride every week. I mean, I just, what no. the day, it's a new day every day for me. I look and see what's on the schedule and just what yeah. fits I go for. And so I yeah. like the idea of actually knowing I'm going to get because I might ride five power classes a week because that just happened to be what was in my schedule. Yeah, and yeah. so it would be nice to know, okay, I'm going to get a little of all three every week for five weeks. Yeah. And it would be just, interesting. I, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know if you did it this way. If you didn't, here's an idea. Um, if you guys did that, let's say you're doing the, uh, you know, the, the three different types of classes, have it at the same time for every time you, you do it live. Because a lot uh, of people like 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 live classes, but so mm. it, let's say it, it's always going to be a six p.m. class, right? That's yeah. what and, that's what we did. Yeah. Oh, good, okay. perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, see, yeah. I'm smarter than I look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah, I, just, that's, I wanted that's to kind of let yeah. people know about that again because I feel like um, maybe we saw it on the schedule and we just didn't realize what a what performance cycle what that was i mean now they're it may not have been on, on our on our timeline either you know because i look at it yeah. um, you know oh i want to write at noon today what's well, you know that's like six or six oh that's six, good six, rowan six, time for us i mean yeah, he's, yeah, he's right, middle yeah. of the day for us it's really good yes yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's good it's sweet spot it's good to put something together that's got structure otherwise yes. yeah you know you're writing willy-nilly like be, we there's were. a lot to be said from just picking the workouts you want and having fun but Maybe you want something that's a bit more performance based and working with the technology we've got, get that across. Use yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It's really going to help you make, if you're, if you're aiming for a certain type of progress, it's nice to have structure behind it. Otherwise, you know, you can still make progress if you do what we do, but it's, it's not going to be as focused and, you know, you, you can exactly. easily um, yeah. not, yeah. you know, you know, get really strong, but be terrible when it comes to sprints and, so what exactly. what are your what are your favorite rides? I mean, yours is power, obviously. What, We're what do you go for, Sheldon? Yeah, yeah. We, we like a lot of yeah. I do a lot of um. Well, you know what? For me, I either like a, a twenty thirty minute. It's kind of my goal time. You know, if I'm going to do longer stuff, frankly, I don't do it on my echelon. I, I usually I have a I have a, a a trainer like a road bike on a trainer, or I go mm. outside. Um, yeah. So my, you, that's just me, you know, it's a Sheldon likes to do longer stuff outside. Um, I, I need some variety and stuff like that. Um, but usually if I'm on the echelon, it's 20, 30 minutes, usually fusion. Um, it could be anything, frankly, as long as in that time zone. And, and I like to ride live. So that's kind mm -hmm. of, for me, it, that's the most important thing. Um, yeah. And then I, you know, kind of aim for that. And I don't really care what the music is either. So. Yeah, mm. I have to make myself, the, I kind of have to force myself or, or make a deal with myself to do speed and cadence. Those are the right. ones that I, I have to make an effort to do. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. Otherwise, you just gravitate to what you prefer and maybe you want to be and, tested a bit more, don't you? 
Right. And I do love long. Like, I love the 75s. I love when somebody does a 90. I mean, I'm like, if they would do a five-hour ride, I guarantee you I would be on it just (laughs) to see if I could do it. Um, I I did propose something like that, but it didn't get too far. uh, I mean, some of we love it. We're like, what? You say we're going to be on the bike for 24 hours? Okay. Nicole did a two-hour one right the solstice ride she's right? done two mm. hours um i yeah did it's the longest i've seen three hour did we I have a 120 so. i remember danny, i don't know but i would remember, love remember it danny did that thing not not our danny but sorry not not danny the instructor our friend danny she did oh, like a yes. six or eight hour thing on the bike just she rode class all class. the 20 by 20s to raise money for um, uh, a charity. And so yeah. she's just a fellow writer we know. And she just yeah. did it yeah. on her own. And we all we donated to her. And um, But she rode. One Saturday, she got up and she did the yeah. whole 20 by yeah. 20 badge. <laughs> just Brilliant. one ride after <laughs> that's another. That's impressive. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So I don't know. Keep proposing that, that five-hour yeah. ride, Rowan. I'll be in. Get enough, okay. get enough people behind you. Maybe we'll uh, we'll uh, get get them to pop it on there as a special event. Say so the I Americans will. are for it. We can get some Canadians okay. too. We can twist some arms. Well, Rob, this has been great. I, I really enjoyed getting to know you and and, and learn about uh, how you came to this lovely little community of ours. Um, and I, uh, let's talk about your social medias and any any anything you want to promote from that perspective. Like, how can people get a hold of you? Um, and, and follow what you're doing. Yeah, I'm up there as 5060 fit. So those are the numbers, 5060 mm-hmm. fit on most of the socials. That's the place to find me. And it links through to Sports Strong from there. And cool. Otherwise, it's just me under my name on, on Facebook. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, we have one more tradition, as you know. And one more tradition. The three uh-huh. questions. Okay. You get to choose an envelope from my little benign pack of questions over here. Um, you get to pick one, two, or three. Um, well, as I was telling somebody the other day that three is lucky in Chinese, I'll go for number three. There it is. There it is. I'll read the question, then I'll play some awkward tension music to make it weird. Okay, <laughs> let's see. We got here. All right. If you were to be asked to make a top 10 list of the people you regard, as the all-time greatest, well, it says greatest Americans. I'm going to say greatest Brits. I'm going to switch it on it. I'm going to switch the question. Mm. All-time yeah. greatest Brits. Who would you rank in the third, second, and first spot? So the t- your top three all-time British folk. It can't be Christopher Hoy British. like three times either. It's got to be like other people. <laughs> exactly. All right. And here, <laughs> here's your tension music. Make it weird. Okay. So who are your top three Brits. You can give a little bit of a why if you want to. Or you can just say okay. three. I don't care. I think I'm going to go initially for Winston Churchill. He's got to go okay. in for what he stood for, what he did for the British people. Yep. Good old Winston. Absolutely. Fought them on the beaches. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. Good. Yep. Can't okay. go wrong. Um, joining Winston, let's go for Admiral Nelson. Mm-hmm. Admiral Nelson, okay. Yes. Explorer, fought valiantly. Is that right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fought fighting chap, but also an explorer. Let, let's let's okay. let's put him on the podium. And third one, let's go a bit more random. Bill Bailey, the comedian. 
I love Bill Bailey. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> there it is. If I could, good if, words there. Funny. If I could invite anyone for dinner, I think it'd probably be Bill Bailey. Oh, what he a just, brilliant conversationalist, I bet. He's yeah, so yeah. And he'd, and he'd play you some music and dance mm-hmm. and get on the table. He'd be great fun. Yeah, well <laughs> done. You. I think that, good I mean, stuff. you just hit, took that question head on, no hesitation. That's a good list. And great answer. That's a good list. Yeah. Thank I had you. to ask you, if you had to pick one American, who would you pick? <laughs> Sheldon or me? He's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> one you, American. You invite one, of the, as, one, one American to this group. Who, who is it? As, as the greatest American? Sure. Ooh. Ooh, that's tough, isn't it? And I know you um, can't say Washington. I totally get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think of someone who's not a sports person. Someone who's huh? done. You can a say lot. a sports person, or just just you say, uh, say American. You'd love to bring to dinner. He's. A, you can invite them to dinner. How about yeah. that? That'd be greatest. Uh, okay, well, uh, I'll I'll bring both Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone to dinner. There you oh go. Oh my goodness, you're bringing you the go. muscle. Yeah. Bring <laughs> wow. the muscle. Bringing the 1980s muscle. Because I grew yeah. up watching their, their films. for dinner, they want. I want to have it. I want. I want sprouts. I want meat. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, oh, that was great. That's okay. You've yeah, been awesome. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you very much. It's a real pleasure to be here. Thank you, Rowan. Appreciate it very much. And we appreciate you all for joining us on the super excellent, not too serious, Bite That Goes Nowhere podcast. Welcome back to Super X at Not Too Serious Bike That Goes Nowhere podcast. Oh, Rowan, fuck it. <laughs> forget about it. Exactly. We can't forget about it. He was awesome. He was that was good. a lot of great, great stuff that I didn't know. Um, really interesting way of getting to Echelon. I know. It's like, <laughs> you know, I just found him very fascinating because, again, mm-hmm. um, he's slightly older than me but not by much and i'm just yeah. like man you just figured out his life and doing what he loves and a whole lot of you know it, it, the pathway doesn't always have to be uh we all think it's rainbows and roses sometimes right and uh, his path was one of a lot of questioning and a lot of stumbling through it and figuring it out and you know doing that trade-off we always do for for life, right? Do I right. want to stay and pay my mortgage on a regular, have that nice safe gig, or do I right. follow my my heart? And it's cool to hear someone that's kind of just said, "I'm doing it." Yeah, and he's made it work in a really wonderful way. I mean, it just sounds like the life, you know, twenty minutes from work, and then you go the other way, and you're off doing your bike rides outdoors, and ah, uh, just sounds lovely and then having people come to him to work out i'm like that this guy got it figured out and he he does he's broken the code i think yeah yeah. and i think rowan did something that a lot of us need to look at uh the the job that we want or something that we think we might want and even if we don't exactly fit the mold they're asking for i mean i can't imagine anyone better at doing the rides the way he does and you know doing the tour to echelon the way he did and being able to talk about being on it. Like the, the 
best trained, never ridden outside, always on a spin bike person couldn't have taught the class like that. And we would have missed out. So I'm, I'm glad he went for it. Yeah. I like, it's like, you know, I kind of looked at it. I looked at the demographics. I'm like, Oh, it works for me. And uh, I'm an old bloke. You know, they must've liked it. You know, I'm an old bloke that knows what he's doing and plays 80s music. I'm like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, he does. And he does. He knew his demographic. I mean, that's, that's part of being a business person. I mean, that's why he's successful at what he does on his own. Um, Because you've got to understand those things and know your audience. Yeah. Know your audience, Meredith. Like we know ours. We know ours so well. So well. (laughs) So well that we can offend them multiple times. We offend them on a regular basis. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do our best not to. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's like, you know, again, reminding us that the, the best of us wander sometimes and, and before they mm-hmm. find what they really are meant to do. It's, it's always a nice lesson to kind of kind of watch and learn from. Um, yeah. Just follow that drive and that need, you know. Yeah. Um, and never too late to get on the fitness track. I mean, you true. know. Yeah. You know, for, he's, he's always kind of been that way, though, I think. And yeah. It's just like when you look at the dude, he's like, okay, uh, you're rocking it, dude. If, if I'm, if I'm. Yeah, you know, uh, hitting hitting past the five zero and and uh, uh, looking like that, I'll be pretty darn happy. <laughs> I looked half as good. I'll be pretty. Darn yes, happy. <laughs> yeah. I think we all would be. Um, yeah, it's like when uh, some people on the page will be like, "I can't keep up with those young ones," and I'm like, "I couldn't keep up with Zuka." Like, you know, he was 65 when I started. <laughs> oh, that's right. Like, Zuka. Zuka. Yeah. yeah Zuka. Um, so I'm like, it age, you know. It's never too late to start. Yeah. Um, you know, he's worked with people of all kinds. And so have a lot of the instructors. They've done that personal training. They've gone from couch potato to, you know, yeah. gym rat. So. Yeah. What I particularly like about him is, you know, I love that he's such a serious cyclist. You know, that mm-hmm. that's his jam. And, you know, like he does hill sprints for fun. Oh my I goodness. Guess. That end of season race where it's straight up. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. No, like no, sir. <laughs> and it seems like he does this on the reg, you know, yeah. it's like, I could, I could see, Oh, I'll try that once. <laughs> right. Like skydiving. Yeah. 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 He's like, I did it last weekend. I'll be going up again this weekend. I'm like, dude, I get God bless you. Cause that's, that is. <laughs> That is probably not going to be me. I say never say never though. No. Never say well, never. I used never to do some pretty never. crazy running stuff, but um, still, that's like a that's a that's a thing. That's a that's a lot of work chasing. You know, it's like yeah, you just kind of lay on the ground and hurt for a few hours. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. I can see, I can see the appeal. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. You know. It's not for everyone, but yeah. I would say if you haven't tried Rowan, um, get on one of his rides and, and, you know, especially endurance or hills or mm. really anything. I mean, yeah. I, I think, think you'll it, enjoy it, it. Yeah. Even particularly so if you are a, a cyclist yourself or you enjoy the outdoor mm-hmm. ride, because he does bring that into his classes, like his experiences yeah. and all that. And, you know, we did tour de echelon and they're doing mm-hmm. this, you know, around the world, but that's not around the world, but whatever it's called. Race around the world. Yeah. Race around the, oh, that is around the world. Okay. What's yeah. True? But um, yeah, stuff like that. Join him for that. Cause he always has a great perspective cause he's been there, kind of done that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's always enjoyable when someone uh, is able to bring that to the, uh, to the, uh, 
to the class because it, it gives it a different different spin. Like where Brian used to do that when, when he was, he was mm-hmm. here too. Like he yeah, to yeah, he was really good. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Tour to Echelon and they're yes. all they're all good. I've been actually doing the 2022 Tour to Echelon and um, got about seven of the rides in. So it's uh, they they all do a good job. Get that badge, Meredith. Get that badge. Getting that badge, meeting some new instructors. You know that—that's you, that, you know. It, I love that it was definitely a variety of instructors from different countries, and mm-hmm. um, you know, it makes it more interesting to me. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and uh, also, well, besides being an echelon instructor, he runs a couple companies. Uh, mm-hmm. You can find Rowan uh, on Instagram. Uh, Fifty sixty fit is kind of his thing. Um, it's a uh, find him on Instagram. Uh, Fifty sixty is the number five zero six zero fit is how you find him on Instagram, and that's based on one of his companies where he works with folks of that demographic. Yeah, kind of his thing, and younger and older, and younger and older. But you know, <laughs> that's the that's what I like to call Meredith. We call that the sweet spot. Yeah, <laughs> the sweet spot. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, anyways. Thank you, Rowan, for joining us. I hope uh, lots of people join you on the journey that you. Absolutely. Like I said, he usually does ride at times that are good for us and him and Sage. And uh, I think Susanna had that, you know, where it's that five week challenge and you can ride, you know, their rides that week and you know what's going and you can kind of check your results before and at the end, which is always a lot of people like to really train that way and check that stuff. They don't like to be all loosey goosey like us, Sheldon, and just yeah, you know, hop on because it's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, look at that! It's a class in four minutes. Maybe I can make that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <I'll>, <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> I'm out there running like a like it's an army drill to get my shoes on in time. Bike shorts on backwards. Shirts, forget the shirt. I mean, it's. it's slows me down too much i like that bit of adrenaline there's people who are like oh i've got to know like 30 minutes ahead of time because oh I heck no get my, i gotta get my you know gotta get my legs warm i do a warm-up ride and like you're supposed no. to <laughs> that is not me <laughs> do not warm follow up. our lead <laughs> exactly. i am a yeah do as i say not as i do in this case right. for i do not do the appropriate things many times yeah mm, i will stretch good. after i will do that well. I will than me. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I, I sometimes have one of those little roller, those little roller things that I'll, I'll beat the crap out of my legs like once every six months yeah. or so. I'll use it. I have like four of those I little know. sticks and I use it like. But once you can do it months. beforehand too. I know. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. I used to use them a lot. When I was running, I used them a lot. I definitely sure. would use them a lot. I would worry more about my pre-work and post-work when I was running because it's just it's so, so injury prone, but yeah, uh, the, the bike, it's been less so for me, but eh, any who's all right, Mara, shall we, shall we transition into the next phase of our little program? Yes, please. It's doing it. Just like that. We're into industry news. Oh, let's see. Lots of stuff, man. Lots of stuff. Okay. So, uh, Lululemon has officially rebranded Mirror to, and we talked about this before. I think it officially happened. They're, they're now Lululemon Studio, mm-hmm. and uh, they've launched their Lululemon membership. So these membership yeah. levels, you can actually like get discounts or higher level. You know, you pay one fee, you get this. You pay another fee, you get better discount and better mm-hmm. like access to some cool stuff. And the Mirror membership. 
uh, we've talked about before, they actually have partnered with several people. So I think this is going to be um, the future of connected fitness. I, I really do. I, I think yeah. you're going to see more partnerships like this because right. again, consolidation is going to be inevitable. I think they realize they aren't going to be able to do this kind of on their own. Like the mirror content by itself, was it enough? Yeah. So they've partnered with other, I'm going to call them solopreneurs as well that have individual modalities. And now you kind of have a little suite of stuff that's all available on a platform. I don't know. I think it's pretty smart. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can only compare it to my reflect, which I do like, um, I just did some yoga with Sam yesterday Mm -hmm. on it and it it was wonderful. Um, because it's in my room, I've got the, the bike and the treadmill and the rower and other places. Um, so it's a little quieter and I can kind of, you know, not be interrupted and things. And, and, Mm -hmm. but I, I, I can see where if I didn't have the other things and it wasn't all echelon and connected, I don't know. If I would just, I don't know. We have a lot of stuff on ours. I mean, there's kettlebell. It's the thing. I mean, yeah. Echelon's, yeah. Again, there's Echelon has already done the, I'm going to call Boxing. it the, the vertical integration for lack of a better term. Uh-huh. Right. They've, we've got pretty much all the modalities that you w- could want. And right. we have uh, the, on our uh, Reflect and, and Fit Pass, the content there goes pretty wide and broad. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I guess the good thing about some of, of the, it does, it's a lot of variety for someone, you know, mm-hmm. if, if they like different things like, oh, right. I like, you know, and, and it lets those companies kind of specialize on one thing, you know, as opposed sure. to being the jack of all trades. So I can see where it could be appealing for some folks. And I don't know um, how many instructors they had. Like we have so many instructors and since yeah. they now have some Chattanooga instructors on there and vice versa on the fit pass. You've mm-hmm. got even more. So there's really, there's not like, oh, I don't like any of these classes. Like I, there's too many classes I like. Yeah. Too yeah, many. Yeah, 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 for so. sure. But I think it's like for, for those companies that are uh, outside of, you know, that are out there kind of trying sure. to go alone at it. I think you, we're yeah. going to see more of it. That's where it's kind of. That makes sense. That one. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see. Um, oh yeah. And uh Big price drop on their hardware too, so that's that's the thing. This is the, this is the story, by the way. And connect the watts. I kind of took it out of that. Um, it's a it's a thing I look at sometimes. Yeah, big price drop on the hardware. They dropped the price of the mirror quite a bit mm. uh, to make it a lot more accessible. Um, yeah, that what you get is like um, ten uh, percent off the merchandise mm. uh, classes. That's what I was wondering, with, what about the leggings? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, ten percent off. I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a thirty-nine dollar a month membership. So it's like it's like having a connected fitness membership. Yeah. But also, but it, also is interesting. They have also have um twenty percent off classes in like brick and mortar places. Oh, okay. So they've got some partners in brick and mortar spots that you can get twenty percent off their classes and things like that. Pure Bar, Dog Pound, a few others. There, there were several of them. Um, I just uh, thought it was kind of neat, different way. Yeah, especially if you, you know. live in a big city, that could be really fun. Here, that it, would absolutely. do me no good because I would have to drive two hours to get to any of <laughs> yeah. those places. Yeah, I don't think I don't think old uh, rural Oklahoma is going to have a lot hey. of Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> like a, I speak the truth, Meredith. <laughs> you do. I mean, you guys, you have to understand. I grew up in a town of twenty two hundred. Ponca City was the big city with twenty thousand, yeah. yeah, and yeah, so yeah, when yeah. people are like, "You live in a small town," I'm like. It's 20,000. And they're like, yeah. do you even have a movie theater? It's, it's like, a moderate town. No. It's, it's a moderate small city. <laughs> it's a small city. I mean, it's fine. 
Yeah. Nothing wrong with Ponca City. I'm just saying it's not going to have a Lululemon studio in it. No, it does um, not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So, um, Peloton has uh, got some number of Peloton things going on here. So they cut another 500 people. No. Uh, yeah, I know. How many 500s here. do you go before you have none? Well, I know. Well, I know. They're there. really big. Uh, and there was an interesting. Okay. So there was a comment by their CEO that it, it caused a lot of controversy because people took it lots of ways. He said, basically, we have six months to do this. Right, right. Is what he said, right? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Six months and what? It goes out of business? No, I don't think it's go out of business. I, I, I think, though, um, they six months and before they start looking at what they call strategic options. Ooh, right? They're going to merge with Lululemon, I'm calling it's, it. You, you never know. <laughs> you never know what could happen. Right. There. I mean, seriously, right. it could... You could see it go Apple Fitness. You could see them come together. You could see them. I, I don't know. I'm speculating. Apple completely. don't share. Oh, uh, but <laughs> Apple doesn't have hardware, right? Yeah. And, uh, and again, I could see Peloton content being quote good enough for Apple. Yeah. To to bring them in, you could uh, enough, you yeah. could you could you could see lots of ways this could go. Um, you, you know, I, I, I don't know, but I, I mean, I'm curious, listen, I want them, I want all these companies to make it, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I hope they figure things out. I think they had some good luck with it. The, they're finding some good luck trying the avenues that Echelon's already tried, frankly. Um, you know, their Amazon, um, sale sales have kind of worked. They, they had like a, when they did the Amazon prime days, there was like, mm-hmm. I think it was like. 20% off or 25% off? Maybe, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it's 15. I can't remember. It was a significant amount off the price of a new bike. And that, I guess that worked well okay. um, for them. They saw good results from that. Um, however, uh, y- you know, they just also released refurbished bikes today. Um, you can get for like 500 bucks off the price of a new one, you can get refurbished bikes. So, seeing some tactics from them to drive more sales that you haven't had to see them do in the past so it's telling of the industry i think yeah um, for sure uh they did fire one of their instructors came if we talked about this or not but they fired one of their instructors for some again i, I don't want to get in the details i don't know any details but it had something to do i believe with the stance they took on certain things and the way oh, they vo- okay. voiced themselves on certain uh-huh. things whatever the case they parted ways well, he didn't like being parted ways with and has sued them for a couple million bucks. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Interesting statistic. How much do mm-hmm. you... He wasn't... He was a tread instructor. Okay. Okay. Mostly. Mostly. I think he did some strength, too. He was not on the mm-hmm. bike, I don't believe. Um, how much do you think um, he made a year? 80,000. Ballpark. How much? 80,000. 80. 80? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was more in the realm of 270-something thousand. That's 260. 260 is what I've written down. Sorry, that's too much. This is that's why you're going much. on business. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say it right there. It's like, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, this is it, what is wrong with our society. I guess, I you know, I, <laughs> look, I'm all for someone making what they can make. I'm not going to begrudge them at all. In many ways, these people are, quote stars like you know celebrities in a way but i hear you I, i'm like i hear that number and i'm like 
yikers, you know, and yeah. I don't think how many classes he was doing a week, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm just trying to figure out the math here. It's ridiculous. And um, I said, I don't begrudge anyone for making money, but I'm like, I can see where you imagine what some of their bigger stars make, right? It's going to be well, that's well, it. Well, that, well I mean, north of that. I did yeah. think some of them made him like Cody. I mean, my goodness, yeah. I thought maybe he would make that. That wouldn't have shocked me. Oh, I think he's but, in that in the in the um, again, I don't know. I in the 500 plus is what I, I kind of yeah, heard, which also but, is silly, a little crazy. I know, <laughs> anyhow's, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh. Or along those lines of uh, talking about uh, you know reduced prices on on some of these uh, refurbished models, there's an article in um, uh, what was it? Where was it? Trying to get the source right here. Bustle.com, uh, just an online form type thing. Trying to sell your connected fitness equipment. Like good luck is what was the answer. So uh, like the the, the lo- a glut in the market of used equipment, and so sure. people are struggling to sell it for anywhere near what they bought it for. So. Oh, uh, yeah, because there's people, I mean, you say used equipment. <laughs> Some of them for sale are not used, <laughs> brand right, new, practically used, still. Right, yeah, yeah totally. Um, people got it and then didn't use it, um, which was me for a year. And then thankfully I got hooked on it. So Yeah, there you I, go. Yeah, but sp- speaking again about, uh, and, uh, again, uh, compensation, Soul Cycle, uh, they are actually – for their top instructors, they're taking the opposite. They are lowering their pay significantly, uh, reducing it. I guess they used to make upwards of $300 a class, uh, now knocking it down to closer to around uh, 100 bucks a class. Um, so big drop mm. in their comp. Uh, I, I guess they're, they're making it say we're trying to they're trying to equalize it because they had some newer instructors that were kind of making it closer to that 100. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of trying to equalize that a little bit across their thing and also stay solvent, frankly, I think is kind right. of what they're, what they're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, I thought it was uh, uh, interesting to see again, across this industry, we're seeing a, a, a right sizing, a right, uh, you know, adjustment period happening in lots of different ways. Prices of, of the equipment, prices and content, uh, prices of uh, packages, putting things mm-hmm. together and then compensation, frankly, is going to take a hit too. Um, yeah. And one other thing I saw come up today was a little interesting, uh, uh, again, tied to the, the Peloton, uh, folks here, a former Peloton instructor now works with beach body. She posted a video basically teaching people how to jailbreak their bike. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, I don't think they're going to like that. I don't think they to like that at all <laughs> but what what she was showing it for oh, it's like no. oh look you can you can you've, it was very simple it was like tapping it in the corner really fast or during your boot up or something i don't know what it was and it would give them like access to con you could basically do anything you could go like and she was showing them how to access other content her content in particular oh uh yeah by jail basically jailbreaking now, i think that may void your warranty on the bike i don't know uh again don't don't try this at home, kids. No, I was going to um, say, I'm we are not recommending but this. We are not. Mm-mm. No, no. And this was, a, I guess, it was a Peloton bike. It wasn't nothing to do with this. No. But, yeah. uh, it was just interesting to me that, mm-hmm. uh, and, and a little like, oh, okay, how's that going to go? Um, <laughs> yeah. You would think that would be uh, be frowned upon. Someone's sending that somewhere you know. That's how people are. Oh, oh, oh yeah. It was it was all over the place. And, and uh she was shared on Instagram uh, her doing it. And so uh, that was an interesting, interesting move on her part. 
But anyways, that's all I got, Meredith. Uh, 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 one more. Oh, well, yeah. Actually, one more thing I read today was uh, I know Hydro has always been involved with like the the uh, regatta on the James, the head of the James, right. or head, uh, not the James. Uh, sorry, I live in Charles. the Charles. Head of the Charles, right. Yeah. Uh, they've always been a part of it. They actually brew a beer with a local brewery there called Trillium. Really fun. Well, Peloton is now a sponsor as well. Oh, yeah. interesting. So they're hopping in Hydro's backyard on this one, uh, which, you know, that's a, I don't know what kind of, is. Is that, that kind of like a belly and you know, putting the chest out a little bit and say, hey, we're here too. What do you think of that? Sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. We're here too. Yeah. I don't know. And Hydro Hydro's always been very nice and complimentary of Peloton. I wonder how this is gonna go. Um again, because as far as yeah. I'm concerned, rowing content, Hydro's the gold standard. You can't yeah. you really uh, look, I love our content. I love our rowing. I, I do it all the time. I really enjoy our rowing classes. Their content is just different. It's a very yeah. different thing. All of it's on the water with the instructor. It's very different. It's considered kind of, that's all they do. Right. And so, um, y- you know, it's, it's very interesting that Peloton's jumping right into their backyard and, uh, you know, hopping into an event that they kind of, I'm going to say event they kind of own, for lack of a better term. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be a little interesting to see how that goes. I'm curious if it's going to draw any any fervor from from them on this but i don't know i'm sure they'll be classy as they always are exactly yeah anyways fun times all right again let's transition over to the echelon stuff what's what's happening in uh, echelon here tell us well you gotta know there's something i'm really excited about um there is a halloween (laughs) well you can dress up as pizza it's a halloween costume contest i saw that so tag at echelon.fit in your selfie. That's, you know, on Instagram between 1017 and 1030. And the top three winners will get a prize. Who's There's, judging? I don't know. This will make a big, big difference in the costume choice I make. I, I, I think know. it's probably um, if it's, like if it's Nicole, Tim Gunn. If it's Nicole, it's, then no, I'm dressing up as a plant. <laughs> If it's if it's Eden, I'm dressing up as a beet. <laughs> I see. And if it's Ren, you're dressing up as a dad joke. It's a dad joke. I'll I'll be one of my punny jokes. There you go. Yeah, you see, you yeah. see my strategy, Meredith. Like Here a serial is. killer. That's not. I got gotcha. you. I had I had right. one that was uh it was uh what was it? Oh, it was a bloody bee. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what it was now. It was, was it a black eyed pea? It was a killer oh, bee. Killer, killer bee. bee. Okay. <laughs> That's what it was, killer bee. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I had a couple one time come to my Halloween party as the black eyed peas, and they had black guys and they had little peas all over their outfits. Oh, excellent. Cute. I would just come as a letter P, a lot easier. Well, yeah, you know. Um, and then they, there is Member Appreciation Week, which is mm. October 30th through November 5th. I thought it was going to have. Well, it is really. Yeah. Um, we have some special in studio events planned. Not we. That's an they. echelon we. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. <laughs> and um, if you have a question for your favorite echelon instructor or any echelon instructor, uh, if you want to get even more out of your wellness routine and equipment, they want to hear from you. They're having an ask me anything or ask us anything. And so if you look on um, the echelon studio announcements, they have a link where you can go and fill in a a Google Doc form and ask, ask your questions. 
ask them all, Meredith. Ask them all. And then speaking questions, all I do. Yes, Nicole is answering questions um, on Instagram. She's done some videos on bike setup Uh, today. I saw. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but how to jog out of the saddle, like especially if you're new, okay, or if you're just you've been doing it a while and you're like, okay, I want to get better at this. Maybe there's something I'm missing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will never forget being in one of Brian's classes and him saying, you know, if you want to, I I think. Focus on lifting your knees like you're yep. going up the stairs. And I was yep. like, oh, and it was, I was riding a completely different way. Oh, I, I was totally mashing down yeah. until I, until I watched Brian teach me how to do it. Yeah. Right. Right. So you never know when one of those videos might help. So you can even reach out to her and say, Hey, I'd like to see a video yeah. on, you know, uh, <laughs> how to do sexy corners on cadence. <laughs> <laughs> You know, <laughs> maybe we have Vanden teach us that because that's his exactly. thing and, and that's Marie, that's their thing. Um, but uh, also the curvy echelon crew, some of you all might have yeah. seen about 20, some of them, um, and it's a huge group, did a Miami takeover. I was actually in a class uh, with Reed and the curvy echelon crew was there and he brought Caitlin Ripple, one of the founders up on stage. And uh, danced with her. And it was just like, oh, this is so cool. I honestly, for a second, thought he was going to have her get on the bike Uh, and like lead the class. (laughs) But they didn't. They just danced. And it was just, I I love that the instructors, like all the selfies I saw and all the things, like the instructors really seem to be having just as good a time, you know, because I mean- it amps their energy up to have these people in studio. Yeah, absolutely. And oh my gosh, so many that's celebrations. That's by far the biggest crew that's been in Miami, I think. Yeah. 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 And um, they they were treated very well. Everyone had great positive things to say. I know you and I talk about the Chattanooga studio because we've been there. Um, but people had nothing but great things to say about the Miami studio and how well they were treated. Um, so That's awesome. Good yeah. stuff. I love when I hear yeah. things like that. I do too. Yeah. Um, there's fall series on the reflect and fit pass. Um, I saw some more reboot classes and things like that. Have you seen anything else or any other news? No, yeah, the news that I had, let's see, uh, Danny ran a marathon. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Congratulations, Danny. It was sh- Chicago, right? Was Chicago. She ran, ran Chicago yeah. qualified for Boston. Oh, that's right. Qualify for Boston. Ooh. Yeah. Boston. Yeah. Boston's the bear. I mean, it's, uh, it's got that heartbreak hill, man. You got to be ready for that one. Danny has been very vulnerable and very real on mm. her Instagram yeah. and Facebook and shared a lot. And she shared about that, that, you know, she was healing from some mm-hmm. stuff and um, she started running that race. And at I think she said mile 24, mm-hmm. she was like, I deserve this i deserve to qualify for boston and she yeah. her last two miles because i watched she put the wood to it yeah oh my goodness i was like <laughs> she had a great pace all the way yeah but, but she, she sped up and yeah, was that's, like that's tough seven to do. minute miles just you yeah. all know that's tough to do at the end of a marathon <laughs> in case i'm stating <laughs> the obvious here <laughs> oh, i can't even run a seven minute mile so yeah. let alone as my 25th and 26th mile but right so many of us were impressed and and she was you know people were sharing things and i'm so happy for her because she's just i mean besides leading us on the bike she's really showing an example of yeah life gets you down 
and you got decisions about how you're going to react to it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's okay to cry and be upset. Yeah. And then not it's me, okay Marius, to, I don't to cry. be a badass. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, cry in the shower, then no one knows, and then you still get the release. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Think about Bill Buckner and let it out. Oh, oh, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> it's, been, <laughs> it's been 30, 40 years. How long has it been? <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> uh, Sorry. I also I had uh, congratulations. Upcoming, uh, is it bad luck to wish someone congratulations on getting married before it happens? Is that bad luck? No, not bad. All right, luck. Well, I, I I wish the happiest and fun weddings to Lindsay Gurry coming. Yes, up. that's so exciting. We've been, we've been sweating for a couple years with you for this. Yes, you best be yeah. ready. You best be ready, girl. We've been sweating for two years with oh, you. <laughs> and apparently, on demand, you know, there was the Vegas before vows. Right. Um, that party, but she did another one, and I'm sorry, I cannot remember. Um, the date, but she did. Um, she played her reception songs as a playlist. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and it was really good. People said so. I'm Very sure. Cool. Yeah, it was this. It was. Yeah, go look for it. You'll find it. I like it. I like yeah. it. I'm sure. It's- and everyone wore white. It was a whole party. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And then I had a funny name that I wanted to mention. Oh yes, please. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. On cloud wine. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That made me laugh. That made me laugh. That was good. Um, I had uh, Justin. Yeah. With the just capitalized, I N, and then sane, all caps. Just <laughs> insane. Solid. Solid <laughs> work, Justin. Cool hand, Luke. I mean, great movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I've got a little list here. Okay. Should I? Should I, I don't go know on? what is wrong with people. It's like fall fever. Everyone is celebrating, and All I'm right. like, rattle them off. Let's get this done. Okay. Do it. Okay. One hundred rides. Melissa Murph, Jill Granholt, Josh Weaver, Lisa Ball, Mon Uncensored, and Dave Rhodes. Two hundred rides. Lauren B, Julie Collins, Mama Times Three, Sarah Sangria, Vandy Pack. Lucy Liu, Eric Ellison, and Tie-Dye Panda. Oh, and Punk Rock Princess, Molly Finster, Spin Mom, all 300 rides. Uh, Jumpin' Jossie, 400. Also, Joanne Peach, Terry Muzak, Palm Mom, Dog Drool, our good friend of the podcast, Debbie 617, Part 2 Fred Jones, all 400 rides. 500, Jason Weeks, Norma Perez, Mike J.C. Mike, and Allison Hogan. Savage Mama did 600 Fit Pass, which is huge. It's a lot of Fit Passing. It's a lot of Fit Passing. Um, 700 Rides, Mandy Spins, Stephen Klim, Michael Minter, Sarah Marie hit 750, Rhino hit 750, and Jersey Spin Mama 750. So the badge is actually at 750. I've seen a lot of yeah, people hit 700. I did that one. I think we all well, do that. You all, you all celebrate my, you know me, I don't say yes. much about it. I said to you guys, you mentioned it. I'm like, oh, that's right. The badge is 750. Yeah. Yeah. We will celebrate you all the time. I'm like, um, this. I went 723, Meredith. Let's celebrate. <laughs> 800 rides. We have Jennifer Julian and Mustang Maggie. Nice. Yes. 
Christopher Jeffrey, 900 workouts. He did that on the rower. Big, big thing. Mm-hmm. John probably made everyone do a nine-minute plank. I, did, nice. I didn't go. <laughs> um, 1,000 fit pass, little tank. And there let me go. tell you, that woman is strong. So okay. you can tell. <laughs> um, more wiggle, less jiggle, 1,000 <laughs> workouts. Nova Girl, 1,000 workouts. Mama Sherry, 1,000 fit pass. Desert Queen. I had to look at that and make sure it wasn't Desert Queen because I would be happy with Desert Queen too. But it was Desert Queen. Nice. 1,000 rides. Awesome. Uh, Hope, our friend Hope, did 1,000 fit pass. Um, Lori McCraven, 1,000 rides. Michelle Angela, 1,000. Kelly Marie, 1,000 rides. Then we have 1,100 workouts. Mary Arco and Adrian K. Motivated Mama did 1,400 workouts. Nurse, Nurse Nicole hit 1,400. Saucy Chris hit 1,500 workouts. Adrian K hit 1,600 workouts. And our past podcast guest, Richard Wilms, hit 1,800 rides. There it is. Rides. Oh, my goodness. There it is. Racking us numbers Incredible. Up. Yeah. Richard. This community. I'm like, man, I don't know what to do with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> just hitting those oh, milestones. I'm a separate it's show really just awesome. for that. Yeah. There it, is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, boy. All right, Meredith. Well, we're winding this thing down here. Let's talk about our snack down. Last time. Tell, tell, tell us how we landed on this one. We had the the... Worst candy and the one there was supposed yes. to select the worst. I had popcorn balls. You had the what's called the peanut butter kisses. Is that the apparently peanut butter kisses? I never that's knew that's what me. they were called. They were just <laughs> yeah, peanut butter kisses. Yeah. It's like what your dog wants to give you oh, after you eat ugh. peanut butter. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry to say, but not really because I like to win. Um, no. I won no. okay. because mine was the worst. <laughs> Yours was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and I, think I even sent you a meme about everyone's complaining about candy corn, but these little disgusting know, things they, are I, still I, in listen, your Halloween bag. They are bad. <laughs> I, will say, I, I don't like them either. So I'm, I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. Yeah. Oh boy. So. Okay. I'll, I'll take, I'll take the L on that one. That's okay. okay. All right. Let's this week. You mm-hmm. had a little debate about this one. We did. I, I mean, think, it almost came to you, blows. What's it? You were getting a little heated about about no, no pun intended about about uh, my criticism of your of your choice here. Yeah. Okay. So we're, there's no tension music. There's really there's two choices here. Two choices. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you toast your marshmallow? Is really what we're talking about. That is the snack yeah. down this week. How do you toast your marshmallow? All right. So I'll give my process. I am a Go. little meticulous about this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like it to be, I take it on the stick. I never let it touch direct flame. Okay. okay. I get really close to high heat and I put it on the stick and I rotate it like a little spit. And I, <laughs> I really, I, I take my sweet time. I let that thing start to get <laughs> golden brown and it starts to fluff up big and it's golden brown all the way around, but not black. Listen, I'll eat a charred one. Don't get me wrong. I'll still eat the darn thing. Sure. But I don't want it that way. Yeah. I want it golden, 
like golden, like so the outside's super crisp and the inside is mm-hmm. goo. Okay. Now not mm-hmm. charred though. Now not then charred. I take no, it and I put beautiful. it on. And, and that that is how mm-hmm. Sheldon it tastes a lot longer. Trust me. Yes. I take my sweet time, but that's how I Which do is- it. Now tell me your method. <laughs> I was going to say, that's probably why it's never been my method. I mean, I would eat a marshmallow that way. If someone else was cooking me marshmallows mm-hmm. and wanted to do it that way, I'd eat it. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I actually, I like it with my hot dogs too when you're cooking yeah. them over the fire. I like to get them in that flame. I like okay. to get them blackened. Okay. Um, I, I like to have to wave it around and it's on fire. Uh, you like, like it up. So you, you let it actually ignite. Oh, yes. I will okay. ignite yeah. that. Yeah. Marshmallow. I I will still eat it, but I I try to avoid that. Now, I I, I will say that you said the hot dog. I actually do like a lot of a good amount of char on my hot dog. Yeah. Okay. But you know, not not I want completely bad, but I want it pretty. I want it like kind of bubbly, crackly. Mm -hmm. You know, I do Mm -hmm. like my hot dog, but not the marshmallow. To me, I can't taste. It it just it throws the taste off me. It gets that bitter taste to me. I think it helps. Uh, Yeah, probably does. I help. Mm -hmm. I think it helps kind of melt my chocolate a bit more because sometimes it's still got embers on it when I put it on my spoon. I get that. (laughs) Yeah, but see, if I I still with mine, mine is still. Oh yeah, yours is cooked all the way through. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I will say sometimes you know it's you know sometimes the very middle can sometimes have a little solidity to it, but um, depends on the size of the marshmallow from the big giant ones, big ones. Those are harder. But they um, are. I will yeah. actually take that at that point. I will take the chocolate because they they get they're pretty large when they pop mm-hmm. up. I will take the chocolate and stuff it into the browned <gasps> pocket of like the tr- of the, of the bag. It, it is. It's like a little marshmallow oh. sleeping bag. Oh, that's <laughs> I, I think I sent you a picture on it. I'll, I'll see if I still have yeah. the picture. Or not. I can't remember if I have it. On. Yeah, I'll put it on the thing. But yeah, yeah you might win this one because my method is well, a little no. like uh, a lot of people like it that way. I, I think this yes. could be a toss up. I really do. Okay. We'll see. I think because we'll a lot see. of people like to just oh I love that I love it on fire and I, I love the char I, I've heard lots of people say that <laughs> I got no problem with it it's just Sheldon's method I love the way that that works out for me but okay. all right so anyways folks you get to vote you know how it goes you get to embarrass one of us and you, you know it's, it's humiliation someday, just someday horrible you know. humiliation right <laughs> it's right <laughs> brown all around or blackened that's your choice there okay. you go <laughs> all right so again guys don't forget to, to follow up with the uh, uh follow rowan uh 50 60 yes. fit um follow him on instagram and um you know all that thank you for joining us on this lovely little show we call the Super exit, not too serious. Bite that goes nowhere. Podcast and Meredith, I once again bid you a bye bike, bye bike, and bike bye. Oh, yeah, I threw you there. Spooky marshmallowy bike. Goodbye, Meredith. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, y'all. That's pretty clear to me. Whole world takes itself too seriously. Take a ride with Shelly Mare on a bike that goes nowhere. If it's pretty clear to you, won't you be less serious too? Take a ride with Shelly Mare on a bike that goes nowhere.